Spoilers and offensive content to come. Danger, forest eyes warning. I need to transform with my cell phone into my cute kimono outfit and have lots of jiggle physics. Here we go. And done. Flowers. Folks, we are Carl's Dave Anime Rave. Uh, we are something. I don't know what, but we are. We also do Fat Guys Talk, so this is uh, going to be kind of an interlude podcast for that show. And uh, we are here to talk about Yuki Yuna Waiushidaru Season 3. It has a subtitle. I think it's Daimankai no Show. I don't remember. Do not quote me. I don't actually care. We recently watched Yuki Yuna Season 3. We wrapped it up. And uh, this season, for better or for worse, was kind of a complementary season to Season 2 because it told a lot of events from a different perspective and provided a proper conclusion that that didn't have and also included things that I wish were included back then. Yep. What did you think of Yukiuna Waiushidairu, a.k.a. UUU, a.k.a. Yukiuna as a Hero, Season 3, a.k.a. 2, Part 2B7? <laughs> well... Let's just say we didn't spend about an hour and a half yelling at it as it finished. No, I was yelling at it during it. I was yelling things like, why wasn't this in the last season? Well, and that is both the strength and the weakness of this entire season, is we felt from the get-go that season two didn't give enough episodes to what was actually season two. Yeah, for, for those who don't remember... Season 2 consisted of uh, six episodes, took up uh, the, uh, the Washio movies. Sumi yep. movies, which were uh, uh, the stuff that happens before Yukiuna, and they only left that with six episodes to handle all of Season 2 of Yukiuna proper, which was the thing that happens after Yukiuna and wraps up the entire story. And, and so it was a giant train wreck mess. It was, and I mean... Unlike season one, which, yes, had the girls suffering and everything else because of their powers and the ramifications, we felt season two was basically just suffering porn. Yeah, and because there wasn't enough time to really flesh out other stories, the entire thing about about Yukiuna season two, the hero side chapter, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, is that, hey, how can we make Yuna just really, really miserable? And, and therefore and everybody that. else. And what season three does is it presents us a much broader picture of what season two should have been. Yeah. That is just one component because there are other things that should have been included. Other things that in the light novels were happening at the same time, including everyone's favorite hero, Mabuki, and mine at least. Yes. Now, if you remember, at the uh, I was I kept t- t- shitting on season two because I'm like. Why wasn't Mabuki a major player in this? Mm-hmm. Since her story's happening at the same time, why didn't this run concurrently with her story and her group? And it's kind of like God heard me. And yeah. God's like, okay, let's actually do that here. So we got to see Mabuki, which for me kind of made the season. Was seeing Mabuki, it was me explaining stuff like, hey, this is why Mabuki's like this, because in the light novel this happened. Because yep. unfortunately, they, even that didn't get enough time, in my opinion. It, ne- uh, seeing it really needed 24 episodes. Yeah. The six episodes of season two and these 12 episodes needed to be combined and have more time, more episodes added to them. But even then, we got a lot out of Mabuki. We got a lot out of someone who just kind of wanted to do right by the Taisha for her own benefit, was shut down, 
and then kind of looked at humanity as not being expendable, and that's what led her to save so many people. Yeah. Truly a worthwhile hero. Yeah, I call them Yukiyuna ODST. <laughs> they they're, were. they're the ODSTs to the Spartans. To Absolutely. The, the hero Spartans, right? But that's what they were. They were they were Group B, but they had to make do. One of my favorite episodes is the one where Karin doesn't know what to do, and Mabuki challenges her to a fight. And it's this cool fight between the two that Mabuki, previously to someone she detested in Karin, was trying to help her now. Yeah. And we got to see the like we got to see the the finale of the whole the climax of the whole story the the heavenly gods invade the real world and we got to see it for, a lot from Mabuki's perspective and trying to save her her priestess friend that she doesn't want to die mm-hmm. you know like it was just so much good shit that should have been there before yeah the, and the extra details they gave to us even in the scenes that we had seen in season two um, for the main cast. Those additions helped flesh things out so we understood more and even made those segments that we were angry at in Season Mm 2 not angry at in Season 3. Like, this is... If you had to fix a fuck-up... This is kind of how you do it. This is kind of how you do it. We got a proper epilogue for everyone. We got it a a few years later epilogue. And, I mean, it it, made perfect sense. It's not that far in the future that they couldn't do more if they didn't want. Yeah. And it's it's still enough that we can just wrap up the story if this is where it's going to end. Well, I mean... They could find survivors. They could find other pockets of heroes that could themselves be their own stories. Or maybe they don't. You know, like if you're gonna go with the, with the idea that this was the only pocket of humanity that survived, and that now it's an exploration of what's left of Earth, and you know how to kind of rebuild society, that's fine. If the exploration is like you could literally do a movie as a continuation to this, wouldn't even have to have any combat or anything else. It could just be them exploring and rebuilding how society is going to go because with the Taisha being gone, it's no longer making all the resources that humanity needed to survive. So the idea of having to restart up these old factories for like oil production and stuff like that, or maybe you're going to go beyond oil production, you're going to go green. You don't need to bring in the politics of that, but that would be something that as a group you know, you'd have to decide on. It's interesting to think about where they go. Definitely some fun speculation to have there. If they wanted to, if Takahiro wanted to continue the story down that road, or even not. It's still fun to think about. Uh, that doesn't mean, however, with all the praise we're throwing, that doesn't mean this was a perfect season. No, it wasn't. There were definitely some problems. The There was still some trimming, some retreading ground that we didn't mm-hmm. need to we lost some of the Mabuki story and yes. a lot of the Nogi Wakaba story. The yeah. original group of heroes probably needed... If they were going to have their stories integrated, they should have been told through flashback, maybe even in black and white as a bit of artistic kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, same thing with if you're going to tell Washio Sumi stuff in the series, the best thing to do would be through flashback and then have a separate OAV series for that, right? And the, that's the thing. There's so much stuff in the in the Nogi Wakaba stuff that I wish we could have seen appear, like mm-hmm. the various complicated feelings the characters had for one another and for the the humans that they didn't feel much appreciation from. Right? 
stuff like how badass Wakaba was. Yeah. And that we didn't really get to see the significance of her spirit helping Yuna merge with the with the fucking uh, Shinju Sama and punch God in the mouth 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 eye. Well, and I, I like how in season two we thought that you know Yuna had done it with the, with the power of her friends, but in season three we learned that no, the others you know injured God first to give her that ability to you know, the cracks were in in the facade already to give her the ability to <laughs> punch God a good one. I feel like so many of the, these things could have been like there should have been different season pacing and the other things should have been just their own movies like the first half of season two which were the movies should have literally just been oav movies agreed they should not have been part of season two and i think i even said back in season two that i felt that it was it almost felt like they were given a time frame and a budget and they had to get out what they could then in the hopes of being able to do more later that may well and, and, and that's, I mean, season three was season two B, and it fixed a whole bunch of our complaints. Again, still cut stuff that we didn't want them to cut, but it's kind of a trend in anime these days that where shows should get 20, 24 episodes they're all trying to condense into 12 episodes to save money, and all that ends up doing is five years later them coming back and doing it again the right way. Yeah, And I'm throwing up fingers here, quote-unquote, the right way. And that's the thing. While I would rather have had Yuki Yuna Season 3 than no Season 3 at all, Yes, it was, it was something that I didn't realize I needed. Yes. I still would have rather had a proper Season 2 back then. Yes. A- absolutely. This healed a number of the injuries from season two but would have been better if they had just done it right the first time yeah because both of these seasons ultimately are things that are for us yes they're for people who know this fiction because you could watch season one of yukiyuna not knowing who the fuck washio sumi is yep and just discovering later that this light novel existed and that they referenced it still exists on its own, though. The Yuki mm-hmm. still works on its own as a sequel to that and as its own thing. But season two and three of Yuki do not work at all without knowledge of a whole bunch of other things, and they just kind of fall apart yeah. on their own. In a way, we pieced, to, we pieced together a whole... What this was, what this season was, okay, we got a bucket of Legos that were missing a lot of pieces, and they finally gave us a bucket that's not a full bucket, but it complemented the the pieces we had before to make kind of a full bucket. Yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, and I'll I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it because I like this ending in this epilogue. I got to see Mabuki kick kick ass. Like yeah, I got to see her. I got to see a lot of people, Mabuki and uh, uh, Sonoko and all of them have a real fuck the Taisha attitude, and and I love that shit. Like how Sonoko took them <clears throat> over basically. Uh, lots of cool shit like that, which I wanted. Again, it's sometimes God hears me when I talk about Yuki Yuna. At this sl- slice of life show, God heard my complaints, turned it into an action show, and now it's like, oh, we should add Mabuki. God heard my complaints, give me a season of Mabuki. Like, well, and, and that's just it. Like, Sonoko taking over the Taisha was something that you know they kind of hinted at 
from the beginning of, of season two kind of thing. Or even in season one with her being idolized as, you know, a hero, even if kind of a fallen hero at that point, to keep the other heroes in check as well. You know, you could kind of see that kind of happening. I, I was glad to see that the Taisha member that had helped them. The teacher whose name the, I forget. The, the teacher who lost an eye during the process of the everybody else becoming wheat. Uh, I was glad to see that, you know, they actually... Turned to wheat. This is such a Japanese show. It is, it is. But I, I was glad that they finally met each other again and were able to talk. Yeah. And even in the couple of years later epilogue that we got, I mean, the fact that there were factions talking about how, you know, you... Yuna and Togo going out and their whole little organization they had put together to determine like the radio the radioactivity of areas and if there's any survivors and everything else. The fact that there were actually factions against them because God wouldn't want them to be out there. I totally bought it was a, it was a single line on the radio, but I'm like, yep, and I totally get it. For a group that has been basically had everything open back up, even though a series of gods had locked it all away from them, them being wary of going out there because, you know, another god might pop up and do it to them again, would have me worried too a bit. It's fascinating to think of where the world goes from there. And yeah, it could end right here, and we could be left with that speculation, and that would be enough for me. Yeah. Or it could continue, and I'm a lot less wary of that now than <laughs> yes. I was after season two. When when I heard there was a season three, all I could think of was why. Yeah, we we were both when when I told you that you're like in one of your big loud sometimes annoying. I was like, why? What do you mean annoying? Just... I'm never annoying. <sighs> okay, there, Link. Yeah. Blah. Yeah, but no, this helped fix my opinion of fix your opinion the the show as, as a whole. I still think season one was it at its best, but season three fixed my opinion of of the show after season two. And yeah, I agree. We if it goes no further, I am completely okay with that. I, I don't need a season four at this point, knowing that the girls are going to be how they, they are with the Hero Club, going into into their adult lives, and the fact that Togo and um, Yuna are still together. Well, they didn't uh, they didn't confirm any feelings between them, but I think we know. I I think that's I think that's what happens at yes. night. Wink, nudge, nudge, nudge harder, mm -hmm. nudging. It's painful now. Nudge. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, what did you think of Yuki Yuna Wayushidaru, a.k.a. Dai Mankai Yusha Turbo Hyperfighting Season 3? Let us know, comment on this video, or go to animeareef.xyz and leave us a voicemail. Uh, tune in next time for our next on International Waters thing, which, depending on the release order, might be the third part of our Ava finale review. I don't know, maybe. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah? We need a Yuki Yuna um, fighting game. We've needed one forever, or she needed to be a guest in Dragon Ball Fighters. I think she's a little overpowered by that cast. No, no offense. Yeah, but so is Yamcha, and he's in it. Yeah, but you always in include the joke character. 
Okay. Tune in next time, people. Okay. Fuck face. <laughs>